War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Most important of all is the Federal Reserve, an out-of-control Federal Reserve that's now become so politicized, and you have, the, uh, you have uh, Powell basically playing footsie with, uh, with, uh, with, with the Biden administration. Okay, I want to go down. I want to put up, if Denver can put up the Steve Cortez tweet, the Atlanta Fed, which has a pretty good, uh, a pretty good track record for, for uh, forecasting the economy, they had the third quarter, their kind of GDP now, was at over 6.5%. They've updated that 1.2%. Wait for it, ladies and gentlemen. We are heading towards the R-word, recession, and it's going to be big. If you look at the collapse of the Chinese economy, because remember, the CCP, all their numbers are lies, and they're, they're reporting now a major slowdown in their manufacturing sector, major, right, quarter after quarter after quarter. And you can see with your own eyes the videos, the implosion in the real estate market. The Chinese economy is contracting rapidly. That's going to have shockwaves everywhere since our supply chain's over there. That's going to have mass in the capital markets in the economy. And now you've got it here in the United States. This is all the actions of the Biden administration 100% on their watch. That's where Terry McAuliffe, besides the wokeness, why Terry McAuliffe's in a dead heat uh, in Virginia and the House of Delegates looks like it could flip. Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. You're seeing the American economy across the board, an absolute disaster. But always keep your eye on the Federal Reserve. That's where the real lasting damage can be done. That's why this $15 trillion, the trillion to trillion and a half every year, the basic economy, plus the $5 trillion stimulus package they're trying to put on top that would get us at $45 trillion by 2031 and bury us forever and bury every person that watches or listens to the show under 45 years old, become a dead slave. It's so important to keep an eye on. Of course, it takes the eagle eye of, I think, the best columnist in America at the New York Post, Miranda Devine. Her reach is, uh, is pretty amazing. She's all over the Federal Reserve and is actually on Earth. You've got radical woke, wokeness. At the, just what the Federal Reserve needs is woke. Miranda Devine, your piece today in the New York Post, uh, I know has people on Wall Street's head blowing up because I don't think anybody really realizes this until you kind of unearth it. Tell us about the wokeness at the Federal Reserve, which is supposed to be beyond politics. And it's two things. It's full employment. Its mandate is only full employment and inflation. And yet now we have radical wokeness as unearthed by the great columnist of the New York Post, Miranda Devine. Tell us what's going on. Thanks, Steve. Um, yes, well, uh, the Federal Reserve, like every other institution, has been infiltrated and taken over by the Marxists. And it's a deliberate ploy because uh, they see that their policies are on the nose with the American people, that they're not popular. The American people are rejecting them, you see, in the polls that are plummeting for Joe Biden. Um, and you know, it, it's curious to me that the Democrats really don't seem to be worrying. You, any other administration in this parlous state at the beginning of uh, their, you know, 10 months in would be retooling and listening to the American people and adjusting accordingly and adjusting their rhetoric and their policies. These guys are just doubling down. And that's because they have uh, infiltrated all the other levers of power that are available. Um, and that includes the Supreme Court. They have this plan to, to branch stack. And then something that people aren't quite as aware of is their stealth takeover of the Federal Reserve, the central bank. And um, you saw Elizabeth Warren uh, uh, basically uh, shopping 
uh, senior officials at the Federal Reserve for alleged insider trading. She uh, made a complaint to the SEC. Two of those members have now, the most conservative members have now resigned. And that uh, leaves the way open for um, basically like stacking the Supreme Court, you stack the Federal Reserve with progressives and they've got that all planned. Uh, Jerome Powell comes up for uh, reappointment for another four years in February. Joe Biden uh, should be making that decision at the beginning of November. That's when it normally happens. Um, but you have uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and the progressives in the Democrats are putting a lot of pressure on to have their own choice, a fellow traveller, a, a Fed governor by the name of Lael Brainard, who's a complete climate obsessive. Um, she that's that's front and centre of her agenda and she's given a couple of speeches um, just in recent weeks talking about using the power of financial regulators to force the big banks uh, basically to enact climate policy so no investment uh, fossil fuel industry um, you know smashed uh, which provides 80% of our energy needs so I don't know what we're meant to do um, and so they're, they're just uh, as well wokeifying the employees. Um, you saw Larry Summers, of all people, um, last week say that uh, he's, he's concerned that there are central bankers who have just fallen for the woke, uh, the woke sort of religion and that that is going to have a catastrophic effect on the economy going forward. And there's probably plenty of evidence that that's the case. You, you had... Uh, there were 13, only 13, Republican members of Congress who wrote a letter to Jerome Powell just recently uh, sounding the warning that the central bank is forcing these um, very woke trainings on critical race theory and unconscious bias uh, and, you know, the whole gamut, uh, especially climate justice, uh, onto their employees. And... Uh, that's just not on and that the Republicans are trying to say to Jerome Powell that he needs to uh, ensure that the central bank doesn't end up being captive to the progressive ideological agenda or any ideological agenda at all. It's meant to be there to keep a check on inflation, to make sure prices are okay and, and, and uh, we have moderate uh, interest rates So uh, over the long term. So um, it's it's lost its uh, its bipartisan sort of mandated non political role and become just another agent for Marxist brainwashing. How, how did you ferret this out? Some of the writings you had from the uh, from the um, the senior people in the Fed was was pretty stunning. I mean, when you got it, by the way, let's put her column up. I want to put it in all the platforms. I want to put it in all the all the chat rooms uh, about uh, about how to how to follow this. Uh, how did you find this? And because I was pretty shocked, and I follow the Fed pretty closely, I was pretty shocked. I had not seen this before. How did you find this? Well, actually, a contact um, uh, alerted me to it uh, and, and told me about some of the ramifications. That he's someone that's involved um, uh, with the market, let's say, um, and he says a very high level, you know, sort of the wealthy Wall Street Marxists uh, coordinating all of this. Um, so he pointed me in that direction. I wasn't really aware of what was happening. And then once you start looking for it, there's ample evidence. Um, you mentioned, I'll just read this, this, uh, this paper yeah. that was by a federal economist. Uh, and I'll just read you this one um, small grab from it because it's quite gobsmacking. And uh, 
James Freeman in the Wall Street Journal um, actually uh, reported on it and he tried to get some information. I'm just trying to find it. Um, blah, blah, blah. Where is it? Sorry. Should have had it at That's my okay. fingertips. But um, basically he's talking about it's it's an assault on America and he's this economist has written this paper in which obviously had to go had to get vetted and go through um, the the process at the Fed and um, he's saying that America is a sort of a racist and un, unjust uh, organization um, I can't find it for some reason well, but, it's, but it's about systemic racism here's what I find interesting oh uh, yeah look it up here's what, here's what I find interesting is that they're cultural Marxist, but they're, they're, they're all pushing the policies of the negative interest rates and the zero interest rates that if assets grow up that lead to a concentration of wealth. They're still yes. the running dogs of the oligarchs. This is people I have to understand. They're not Marxists really in their economics and particularly towards them and their clients, which are the oligarchs and, and the corporatists. They want negative interest rates or low interest rates, which crush working class people. At the same time, they have cultural Marxism. They're cultural Marxists. And, and, and but they are state capitalists and particularly they back this plan of the oligarchs concentrating wealth because of monetary policy. Is that not the case, Miranda Devine? Absolutely. I mean, we've just seen uh, for the first time in history that the, the top 1%, the wealth of the top 1% has outstripped the wealth of the middle class, the bulk of Americans. So this is the quote, uh, the primary role of mainstream economics in our society is to provide an apologetics for a criminally oppressive, unsustainable and unjust social order. That was written by Jeremy Rudd, who's a uh, Federal Reserve economist, and that was an official paper put out by the Federal Reserve. And uh, with the imprimatur of that great institution, it, an, an attack on America. Oh, hold on. Reread that. Can you just read the chronology? Just give, yeah. a, the, give the American people, because this has not been reported that well, what this official of the Federal Reserve said about the United States of America. Yes, I shall indeed. Uh, <laughs> my phone is so <laughs> awful here. But um, <laughs> it just keeps on it, it must be have a Marxist popping in there, Marxist bug. Okay, so he's talking about a criminally oppressive, unsustainable, and unjust social order criminally oppressive unsustainable and unjust social order that's america that is the official verdict of the federal reserve on the american society it's a, by the way hang on for one second get that get that phone work that phone <laughs> take one second <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to commercial break no this piece made my head blow up and i was shocked that the financial times or other people have not been all over this and made it a bigger story this is the radicalness of the Federal Reserve. They're woke. It's a culture, cultural Marxist in the Federal Reserve that are the running dogs of the oligarchs because they're the ones in back of the increase in the asset prices with the, the negative interest rates, low interest rates. Short commercial break. Miranda Devine from the New York Post joins us in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, you probably know, besides the live audience that's in the millions, we want to thank the uh, our simulcast in Mandarin and in Japanese with GTV. We really want to thank that. But in the millions live every day from 10 to noon Eastern and from 5 to 6 in the afternoon. We're also closing in on 
100 million downloads on the podcast we can get later one everybody out there iTunes Google Podcasts iHeartRadio Amazon Music tune in podcast addict anywhere anywhere you get your podcast go download the war room right now you can listen to it later you can go to your favorite spots all of it so make sure you download the podcast now closing in on 100 million downloads plus a audience in the millions every day i want to thank everybody and one of the reasons is we have some of the smartest people in the country come in here miranda divine is one of those a columnist for the new york post a column today i want everybody to be a force multiplier and get this out this they talk about the institution oh trump's anti no what trump wants to do is to rejuvenate our institution this is the administrative state these are the guys in charge. They call it the temple. These are the guys. You've seen it down on Constitution Avenue. It looks like a temple, right? These are the guys in charge of the money, in charge of the dollar. And right now, they are pursuing radical policies, and Miranda Devine outs them. And the reason is they're cultural Marxist. Cultural Marxist. Cultural Marxist. Miranda Devine, it's an incredible piece. We're going to push it everywhere. How do people get you on social media? Real quickly, when's the book coming out? And I think, Denver, we have the book cover. The hard drive from hell, I think it's called the the, the definitive book. Hell. Laptop yeah. from hell. The laptop from hell. The definitive book on Hunter Biden. I know heads are going to be blowing up. When is this? When is the book coming out? The book's coming out November thirty, and um, I think everyone will be very interested in the detail. We've done a forensic deep dive into the laptop, so a lot of untold information, and it's really about Joe Biden and his lifelong grift. And it's pretty I just shocking. wanted to say, yeah. tomorrow we yes, also ma'am. have uh, in the New York Post uh, a terrific uh, investigation um, that I've just been on for the last several weeks um, on uh, the way that the Biden administration is by stealth bringing uh, migrants from the southern border um, and, and sending them around the country. Whoa, whoa, whoa. don't bury the lead here. Don't bury the lead. You're actually going to have reporting in the New York Post tomorrow that shows, because yeah. people are asking this question, from the southern, this is what we say, every town's a border town, every county's a border county, every state's a border state. You're going to be able to prove that tomorrow in the New York Post? Yeah, yeah, we brought the you, receipts. You've got, you, you've got the receipts. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miranda, Miranda Devine says that. She delivers, so this is going to be explosive. Maybe have you back on tomorrow. That is critical. So people are saying, where are these guys, where are all these people going? And the Biden administration is lying to people with a straight face. So yeah. Miranda Devine tomorrow. When, how they follow you on social media and how they get the book? So I'm at Miranda Devine um, on, on uh, Twitter and Getter and everywhere else. And um, the book, I mean, it's going to be everywhere. Um, and I hope the supply chain crisis doesn't doesn't limit us. But uh, obviously well. Amazon. But if you don't like Amazon, um, plenty of other places to get it online. Simon and Schuster's website does it. Um, and they're at good reads. You know, th- 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 this is what I tell people. If you think about it, this, I, it's your range that impresses, and not, not just how great e- each piece is, but your range. You're blowing up the Federal Reserve today. You've got the, you've got the laptop from hell on Biden <laughs> about all the corruption of the Chinese Communist Party and all the pornography. You're blowing up their lies about the, uh, about the uh, migrant situation. The thing that impresses me most about you is your range. You're, you're you're like a one you're a one woman wrecking crew of the Biden administration. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you are. First thing I do in the morning, what's Miranda Vine got to say today? You're a one woman wrecking crew. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I love that. Watch out, you'll you'll be tar- you'll be targeted by the IRS before too long. I can tell. <laughs> oh, don't talk about it. <laughs> Miranda Devine, thank you very much for joining us from the New York Post. Incredible. Thanks.
that story tomorrow. Wow, this has been rumored for a long time about how they're how they're getting the the uh, the invasion on the border, how they're spreading throughout the country. Remember, every town's a border town. It's just not the Rio Grande Valley. That's where the ultimate pressure goes in the working class Hispanics down there. War room pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We've got a Fox News alert for you. There's exclusive new reporting tonight just into us from the New York Post on the Biden administration's abuse of our crumbling immigration system. The Post cover story tomorrow will reveal that in recent weeks, thousands of illegal aliens have been flown from the Texas border into Westchester County Airport in New York on charter jets. And it's not the only place they're heading. Miranda Devine from the New York Post is on the story for us tonight and joins us with developments. Miranda, good to see you. Give us the outline of this story, if you would. Thanks, Tucker. Well, we know that Joe Biden has dismantled uh, all the border protections and that we've had upwards of 1.5 million illegal migrants cross into America. But what we didn't know was where they were going. So we had a tip off that they were flying into uh, Westchester uh, County Airport in White Plains in the dead of night, two, three, four in the morning. Uh, so last week we went and had a look and we did see um, two planes fly in with uh, about a hundred illegal or hundred migrants uh, get off the plane. Uh, most of them were unaccompanied children. We, we're told by the government they were all unaccompanied children, but uh, several of them did look to us to be males in their 20s, late teens. Uh, and then they were put onto buses, charter buses. Uh, they had a police escort out of the airport and then they were dispersed around uh, various places in New York, Long Island, uh, also New Jersey. They were dropped off on a okay. rest area. I want to bring you now. That New is Jersey. last night a, uh, an incredible hit on Tucker Carlson with an exclusive, the front page of the New York Post. I want to bring in Miranda Devine, who was with us yesterday. This tells you about her range. She was about the woke Marxist, cultural Marxist at the Federal Reserve. And then she broke this huge story. Miranda, uh, and by the way, the, the White House, you know, Jen Psaki mocked you today. Uh, from the podium in the White House. We'll get to that in a second, uh, the story. Um, but I want to ask you, how did, I think everybody wants to know, how did you actually get this story? It, it, because it, it shows you the Biden administration has been outright lying to people from the beginning. How did you find out about this and how did you pursue it? Well, um, somebody I know uh, was associated with um, people at the airport, that's all, all I can say. Um, and they'd been observing over several months um, what was really a disturbing situation uh, at one of the private air bases there, uh, Ross Aviation, where these big 737s and McDonnell Douglas planes carrying 150, 100 passengers were flying in after the curfew, uh, two, three, four in the morning, obviously doing it in secret and then um, the lights were low at the airport lower than normal then you had these buses would come in and whisk these people away uh, to who knows where and um, so there were lots of people who lived around the airport who were worried about it and who um, I later found out uh, were complaining to various local politicians it was falling on deaf ears but there was one uh, politician Rob Astorino who was a uh, um, you know, had been uh, the county on the Westchester County Executive, a Republican, 
And he listened and he did try to blow the whistle uh, on August 16, but um, he held a press conference at the airport and he talked about these flights coming in, but everyone ignored him. Um, I wasn't even aware that he'd done that. And um, so what we did armed with the information that we had, and I had some photographs that had been sent to me of these planes um, the next morning, um, you know, when they were refueling before they flew off again, um, a few hours after they'd flown in in the dead of night. Um, so I had some tail numbers and from that, you know, just searched flight logs and found a pattern um, and sort of cracked the code of these flights, these routes. And we found that the ones that were coming into White Plains were mainly coming through Jacksonville, Florida. They would stop off. We found later, we set a crew down there, they'd drop off a few migrants there and then they'd go on to White Plains. They all originated in Texas, uh, McKellen, um, El Paso, uh, Houston, um, basically, you know, border areas where the government is, the Biden administration um, is so overwhelmed with these illegal migrants that they are just shoving them on buses and planes to get them the hell away from the border to stop it from being an optical problem for them like the Del Rio Bridge was. Um, and, you know, you saw the Del Rio Bridge disaster, that sort of tent city that occurred uh, with 15,000 Haitians uh, living in abject squalor with not enough porta potties, not enough food. I mean, that was a humanitarian catastrophe unfolding there. The only reason really that the world got to know about that was because Bill Malugin from Fox News went over there with his drone and then the FAA tried to stop his drone from flying. So all the Biden administration cares about is to stop people seeing the disaster of the southern border to actually see with their own eyes what one and a half million plus probably no. double that of illegal aliens looks like if we've ever had a manifestation of our mantra here and we did this we build the wall when we built the wall then we had all the conferences and mm. we tried to and then we went around to cincinnati and to detroit to say every town's a border town Every county is a border yeah. county. Every state's a border state. This is just not the Rio Grande Valley, as bad as it is down there for the heroic, hardworking, uh, blue-collar Hispanic uh, Americans down there. This is because, and here's what's so powerful about what you've done. It shows you, and they do it in the dead of night. If this was something they were proud of, they, this is something they thought the American people would accept. This is something that they thought that people would embrace. It would be during no operation hours. You would take them through. There'd be no, you know, the cameras would be there. be no issue. They lower the lights. They do it after curfew. And you know how impossible it is to get a plane in here. After curfew, you can't fly into these New York City uh, regional airports. You can't do it. Noise abatement, all these different well, things, right? The airport's down for maintenance. And so they're sneaking. This is an yeah. active program to sneak in. This shows you how shady they are. Right, Miranda? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a voluntary curfew and planes do occasionally break it. What's what's they've had to get an actual waiver for is the weight of these these enormous planes. I mean, normally, you know, I, I'm looking at the tarmac there. There are little Lear jets. There are small uh, sort of business corporate jets like, you know, Bobby Axelrod in billions. Um, but these big 737s um, are not supposed to land there. And so Ross Aviation's lease only allows them to have small planes. So someone in the county has given them a waiver. And of course, the county is not talking. They're Democrats. All they talk about is Donald Trump when I try and ask them questions. Um, and uh, the federal government is completely stonewalling, um, ridiculous, and, you know, trying to tell us that these are all children. I mean, I saw with my own eyes adults 
adult males walk off those planes. Um, we saw adults, um, you know, in Jacksonville. We saw adults in the New Jersey Turnpike rest area where they dropped them off. So um, if they're children, I, I want to know why are they dropping them off at a rest area in the New Jersey turn off the New Jersey Turnpike at one o'clock in the morning and allowing them to be picked up by people in cars who um, are not asked for their identification? You know, if they're children, that's criminal negligence that officials from the HHS are allowing strangers who have they haven't asked for ID to come and pick up children. I mean, they're not children. You know, I looked at them. They're at best, they might be 16, but um, a lot of them, they have got to be, you know, in their 20s. Um, but, you know, there, there were a few younger ones as well. But the New Jersey Turnpike rest area, um, I just, it beggars belief that, that the HHS and the Gen Psaki and the rest of them continue to maintain that these are children and rob astorino there are there are there are good people in westchester county who have actually tried to record some of these flights through august and there are other videos that uh will be running in the new york post shortly um which show um that you know these are very much not adults so we're getting so many tips now so just keep your eyes tuned i've got a, another column coming in on thursday with a lot more information um this is a, a flood the, the floodgates have opened. People have been wanting to talk about this for a long time and their pleas, their warnings have gone unanswered. This is going to be a big story. I want to go to, if Denver can please play Jen Psaki today, mocking this story. Yeah. Can we can we hear Jen Psaki? Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. Um, actions that the president has we taken. It, it okay, was thanks. clear in March of go ahead, 2020 go ahead and kill that. when COVID hit. That One out of two. <laughs> just kill it <laughs> if we can get the right one up there uh what jen Psaki said is that oh these flights the guy asked about these uh, late night flights and she says oh no they're really early flights and he said well <laughs> you know whatever time they come in she says maybe earlier than you want why would the white house when confronted with your amazing reporting on from the oldest paper in the country why would they sit there and uh why would they sit there and mock this story and the seriousness and the gravity of the story when you're having kids or teenagers or whatever dropped off at fr fr taken on a government plane or a government uh, charter and dropped off in the New Jersey Turnpike at one or two o'clock in the morning uh, with uh, to be picked up by who knows whom. I mean, why would why would the White House think this is something funny? Well, because um, when Peter Ducey asked that question, uh, everyone else was asking questions about how terrible Donald Trump is and about carbon taxes and about Joe Manchin. No one really wanted to address. The story, and so when Peter Ducey uh, did, to his credit, ask about ask why the Biden administration was dropping off uh, these illegal migrants at the dead of night, she said, "Well, it's not really the middle of the night." And he said, "Well, two, three, four in the morning—that's the middle of the night." She says, "No, that's early. You know, ridiculous. Technically, it's the morning." And uh, and then made some snide comment to him. And the reason she's doing that is because she wants to mock him and send the message to the rest of the media that uh, that that you know he his questions are beyond the pale and she wants them all to laugh at him and uh, laugh at the new york post and laugh at fox news and think that we um you know follow conspiracy theories and stories that aren't really worthwhile and don't have any gravitas when really the, this is the biggest story in the country um, this, Biggest. this, it's basically an invasion, and uh, it's going to have ramifications for decades to come. And it's nothing to say that 
to be cruel to these poor people who are coming across the, the border. I would do it if I were in their position too. But a country has to have a yep. border. You have to enforce your border security. And when Joe Biden came in, the very first thing he did, which shows you how important his administration thinks this is, was to sign all those executive orders to stop the border wall, to stop the remain in Mexico, all that suite of measures that Donald Trump had painstakingly put together and copped a lot of grief for it. Remember the kids in cages, baloney that AOC was carrying on with. I mean, they weathered that criticism. And in the end, what happened was the border was secured. And you saw their wages of the very lowest earning blacks and Hispanics went up because now they weren't having to compete with this shadow army of illegal aliens who are exploited and paid nothing, paid chicken feed to work literally in poultry farms um, and, uh, you know, at, at McDonald's or wherever. Um, you know, it's, it suits, I guess, the friends of the Biden administration to exploit these people. But it's a terrible sure. thing to do to the country. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds. By the way, they're not going to be laughing when Miranda divines on the case and her books coming out laptop from hell they laugh they laugh back in october yeah. of 20 they ain't laughing now and they're not going to laugh uh in t november of 2022 uh real quickly how do people get to the book when's the book coming out and when are we going to see some, you're going to have a follow-up column on this on thursday that's right. Follow-up column on the, the migrant flights on Thursday. Lots of new information. Um, and Laptop from Hell, which is the forensic deep dive on Hunter Biden's laptop uh, and all the stories really about Joe Biden. Um, and that comes out November 30, and it's available, obviously, on Amazon. But if you don't want to go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, lots of other uh, good reads uh, online, lots of places you can find it. Just Google Laptop from Hell and you'll see it. Miranda, um, amazing, fantastic story. You gave us a tip this was going to come, and it was bigger than This is going to be started something very, very big. And i got to tell you, this is going to have massive implications, I think, even for these votes that are going to come down, debt ceiling and all that, as people getting back of what's going on here, how they're being lied to and misrepresented. Mm -hmm. Miranda Devine from the New York Post, always an honor.